This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle thereof. I am your host, Brandon Pham, and this is a special episode, an art boost segment presented by Game School Online. Art boost is when we invite professionals in the game industry to kind of walk us through their techniques and processes. And so without further delay, please welcome our special guest this week, Joel Durnham. How you doing, Joel? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. This is amazing. Yeah, man. So Joel and I share a bit of a history, but uh, before we go do deep into it, why don't you kind of introduce yourself to our watchers, listeners out there, where you've been, where you are, where you're heading. Cool. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So my name is Joel Durham and I've worked in games and commercials like VFX, uh, game cinematics, all that sort of stuff for roughly the last like eight years now, I guess. Wow, that's that's a long time. It doesn't feel like that long. Um, Just been having a good time making cool stuff, working on cool projects, meeting uh, great people. And it's been it's been really fun learning everything uh, that I can along the way. Yeah. Well, did you uh, go through a, a traditional college to learn your craft? I did, actually. I went to Full Sail uh, way back in 2007. Um, basically, went through that, graduated like 2009. Uh, from there, just uh, started in games and slowly moved into like commercial VFX after that. Nice. And was um, how was your experience? <laughs> <laughs> because Full Sail is a pretty, uh, it's a pretty popular school, right? A lot of uh, game developers go through that school, actually. And um, I'm always curious about perspectives <laughs> going through yeah. that cycle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, my experience there was pretty great. It's to me, it's really about the people that you meet, right? Mm-hmm. More, more so than like the curriculum or any of that sort of stuff. The teachers there were really cool. Uh, I still talk to a couple of them from time to time. So just overall, really great experience. And most of the people that I graduated with, I still actually like talk to, or they live, they don't live that far away. Even they're still here in LA and we worked on multiple projects together. So it's, it's pretty great. Is it located in Florida? Where, where exactly is it located? I forgot. Or is yeah, it in LA? It's in, Florida. it's in Orlando specifically. Yeah. Okay. And was it, um, were you, did you grow up around there or did you have to move for for college? So I lived, I grew up like about two hours south of Orlando and from there, oh, no. uh, you know, it wasn't that big of a move. So it, it worked out. Nice. Well, uh, I want to again, welcome you to the show. Thank you for, uh, being here with us. And if you don't mind, kind of talk us through what you're going to show us today and we can get into it. All right, all right. Um, so 
I'm just pulling up here some images, but more specifically, um, recently I've gotten a hold of the Oculus Rift, and that's been kind of my my recent obsession is doing concept art, pretty much all inside of there without really going through ZBrush or Maya or anything like that. Just see how far like how far you can push it, how far you can take it right now, and it's really surprised me. It's really really surprised me. Mm -hmm. You can get some really high end, like good looking results really quickly. Uh, and, and you don't have to worry about all the technical issues that come along with traditional CG packages. So mm -hmm. it's so much more like being an artist. Mm -hmm. Like, did you have like uh, initial concerns or uh, trepidation about that when you start seeing like people like in Unreal, like moving around with those uh, hand controllers? I mean, I, at, at first sense, right, it felt kind of gimmicky. To come on, right? <laughs> so I, what, I was worried about question? it for a while, for sure, because uh, the technology it just wasn't there yet, and you know the, I guess the trackers and all of that sort of stuff. The setup time for that was yeah, really long dude. for a while. Yeah, and um, then, but the, I, the newest one that just came out, like you mm -hmm. don't need any trackers whatsoever. You can pretty much just put on the headset right away and jump into vr it's great and you're talking about the the quest right the oculus quest that just came that out. one but there's also the oculus rift s which will allow oh. you to connect to your computer and use your full horsepower of your insane graphics card and run almost anything you want through it oh so the rift s the rift the rift s doesn't have any of those like cameras set up or any of that the newest no no it's all wow. actually here let me just uh, grab it real quick. So this is this is it. Wow! This is all there is. This is all you need. They did not and do it. a good job advertising that because uh, <laughs> I was under the disillusion that it was still like a similar setup, but just a higher res camera. Did you have the same impression too, or was I the you only know, one? Funny. I I actually didn't know much about it, and I started looking into it, and I just read like every Reddit post I could find to see like what people were saying about it. And a lot of people were saying kind of negative things about it, just in the sense that uh, all you get is like the uh, resolution update and now there's no trackers. And I guess if you already owned one, then I could see maybe that not being enough of an update to really like make you want to go out and buy one. Mm -hmm. But since I didn't have one previously, I got really excited because I was like, hey, here's this huge barrier to VR, which is to setting up the trackers for 10 minutes every time you want to use it, recalibrating them. It's like, that's gone. You know, it's like I, I had enough dealing with that at work that yeah. I didn't really want to do that at home. If I wanted yeah. to jump in and make something, I just wanted it to be quick and easy. Right, right, right. So uh, can you explain a little bit more about how it connects to your computer? Uh, because it doesn't work exactly like the... Well, I guess the Quest still needs to connect, right? But... Um, it's just definitely less wires than the original Oculus. Oh yeah, yeah. It basically you just need to connect your HDMI and your um, USB, and that's it. And wow, you're ready to go at that. Dude, point. that's a huge improvement, and it's much more. Right? Uh, it's just a higher resolution too, or is it a uh, yeah, more powerful? Yeah. Okay. Visually, there... I can remember putting on like the Oculus Dev Kit too, and. You know, you, you have that screen door effect, and you yeah. still kind of get that in this, but it's so much better. Like, everything's mm -hmm. so much more crisp. 
it's really nice you're convincing me because it's still it's being listed as what 700 bucks now or oh man this this is about to convince you even more it's like 399 is it really damn yeah so the, so the valve have you tried the valve index by any chance i'm just curious about I that haven't, um i'm hoping that we get those in at work so i can kind of check those out there before I because those are yeah those are like a thousand dollars and they are yeah. old school with the wires and even more cameras yes it's a hard no, buy it, it really is it really is and i think that that's kind of like the last barrier to entry before this goes mainstream is like you really need it to be, you know, as simple as turning on your PlayStation. And yeah. at that point, when that happens, everyone's going to be all over this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one more question before we dive into uh, what you're going to show us today. Um, is there any exclusive? See, this is where I feel with the Oculus right now. It's kind of being more used with, uh, with outside industries ironically like not i don't see a lot of game development like making waves right now um like like exclusive games with vr no one's going out there to buy a vr headset it's more like visual effects companies or like enterprise type of companies using it in different ways for consumers to interact with the world around them Definitely, man. Definitely. And and that kind of surprised me, too, because I always assumed that it was going to go to video games. But it seems like that's really tapered off for the moment. And I can kind of understand why, just because, you know, there's just not the amount of headsets, consumer headsets that people have purchased mm-hmm. to justify making a AAA game. You mm-hmm. know, it's like mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of makes sense. And I hope that that changes at some point. But um you know, until it does, I'll be very excited to just use it for VFX and art content creation, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the perfect leeway to what we were just talking about like moments ago. How artists around the world are starting to use this in creative ways that is looking less and less gimmicky and it's more uh, becoming like a mainstream type of tool for, for artists, all right? So if you don't mind, I can share your screen. And uh, we can get the show started. Bam. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to see if I can, because right now it's actually set up to go right to the Rift, but I wanted to show you guys Photoshop real quick first. Okay. Let's see if I can do that. What's what's your feeling with Adobe buying Substance, dude? Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Controversy. I know, right? Uh, that is such a good question because it could go either way in my mind. You know, it's like Photoshop has been like this industry standard, this titan for so long. And, you know, they're really committed to making a good quality product in that regard. But on the other side, like every time that they've tried to do something in 3D in mm. Photoshop, it's been mm. the worst possible thing I think I've ever used. <laughs> That's true. They have like a weird way of not being able to like move the programs beyond what we fell in love with, right? It's a it's a very uh, yeah. at least to me in my opinion, it's a very Autodesk type approach. They have like these leading 3D software, but f- I would say five years plus, man, I haven't seen anything in Photoshop that has really changed the game in any way. <laughs> 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, they added all those tiny features that people were asking for, like symmetry and like whatever other, like just really small, simple things, but there's nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, which is sad, which is what Substance was doing. And then, well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Can you see the uh, Photoshop on my screen here? Yeah, this is looking cool, dude. So this is all made within a which program in the VR software? This is made with Oculus Medium, and it is a blast. And it's so fast to get in there and to make something like this. Um, you know, I, I'm a dad. I have a three-year-old kid, and I don't get much time to do personal projects. So for me, this is a huge bonus. Like I can literally come in, plug in my headset in less than two minutes be in the program and just start making something and what you see on the screen right now is the result of like 45 minutes of tinkering around inside oculus medium you serious just getting the fabric alone traditionally getting all those folds (laughs) and stuff all right you gotta you gotta talk me through this How, how exactly did you set this up because hard surfacing especially when it comes to sculpting can get really tricky if it's not version eight of zbrush you know i mean it took them eight versions to get it somewhat working (laughs) definitely definitely um you know it's really cool this workflow is kind of like a hybrid in the sense that it goes back to the old practical model making like they were doing in the original star wars you know you've got all these pieces these little kitbash pieces but the huge advantage of working with them in medium and in VR is that you can place them exactly where you want them mm-hmm. as if you were just grabbing them out of a pile and like gluing them mm-hmm. onto a base. Yeah. And it is such a like rewarding feeling as you do it that makes it fun. Like every part of the process is fun. Whereas, you know, traditional 3D, you you hit these walls and you go like this part is really not fun but i just have to get through it because i want the result whereas doing it like this is just a blast every step of the way and you can make your own pieces right inside a medium too uh and then you can save those out and just keep using them and reusing them and all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. like how how um Damn, man, you're already convincing me. Because that alone is a dream come true for a 3D artist, to be able to kind of walk around your model and look at details that you wouldn't really normally see on a flat screen. I mean, that alone is a selling point. I mean, is there any other software that we use existingly uh, right now, like ZBrush, Substance, that incorporate VR? So to my understanding, I think Substance Painter is the only one that's been like ported to work in VR. And I don't know where to get that yet. Cause the minute that I can find that, I definitely am going <laughs> to grab it. Yeah. Because it would make sense, right? All that, tool, that huge amount of tool set, but dude, how, how exactly. So I have no real understanding of medium. I, I don't, I, I would assume they would start with a palette, uh, that is very similar to ZBrush. You have your traditional tools, but to use that in VR, like it, it's gotta be, tricky right how how exactly does that work (laughs) (laughs) so the the really great thing about medium is how simple it makes everything uh don't get me wrong i'm still like kind of fumbling because i'm i'm relatively new to vr and the whole process but uh i find it 
really easy to just kind of like grab the piece that you want. And then because you can see it, it's so intuitive because before you place it, you, you get a visual preview as you're moving it through space. It's kind of like a ghosted image of, of your 3D part. Mm -hmm. And when you pull the trigger, that's when it makes it quote unquote real. Mm. So is and, it like, uh, like how, how, uh, how much can you really manipulate the shapes? Like, do you start with primitives and, and start being able to push and pull to keep hard surfaces not looking muddy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can, you can actually create layers and drop in different primitives and kind of mash them through each other. And then at a later time you can merge them together and smooth out whatever transitions that you want to. Oh, wow. So how Which long did actually, it take? Okay, go for it. Um, I can switch over to Medium and kind of show you guys just a little bit of that. Please uh, do. Yeah. So is Medium, I know there's Medium. Isn't there like a like a, a Krill or something? I, I've seen some, it's like a 2D painting-esque version of Medium. Yes. Is it Krill? Quill? Yeah, I forget what it's called. It's, it's something like that, though. It might be um quill yeah i think it is i think it is quill okay have you toyed with that at all <laughs> you know it's funny i have not had any um time to do that yet but mm -hmm. any any minute that i actually find to jump into vr i find myself just going right to medium mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just it's so much fun and it's 3d and it's like let me just get back to that yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna look real goofy and go ahead and put this uh, headset on. That's like that's the real barrier to, to VR, right? Is like you just you gotta close off the world, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's you know it's gonna mess up your hair. Like I, I make a joke about that at work all the time, where I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna not care what I look like the rest of the day. Cause here, here we go. Here we go. I'm plugged in. Oh, this is awesome, dude. Yeah, man. Like it, it's a it's a natural attraction to VR uh, as a consumer, as a player, as an artist. I mean, it just makes sense. But like you said, there is a barrier that we have to overcome before to make it uh, mainstream. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like you're wearing a scuba mask on yeah. your face. But mm -hmm. the ability of what you're able to do just kind of makes it worth it. All right, I'm gonna I'm just gonna stand up and step into the bar. And tell me if you can see everything as I'm. Yeah, I see everything. You guys able to see this? Yeah, yeah, we see it. This is All right, great. Cool. So this is done so without is, any cameras, right? It does the inside-out tracking that they've been boasting about with the Quest. All yep, the cameras. Yeah. Within the, man. All right, I'm convinced. I got to order one. <laughs> I mean, that's the big thing. I have the original Rift, like the DK2, but like it's basically three boxes. <laughs> that I have to like right? take out, take in, dude. It's such a setup. Oh wow! I know exactly what you mean, like, cause I I dealt with that at work for such a long time that it kind of made me like not want one. And then I I heard about you know their update, and I was like, okay, maybe now's the time. And I'm so happy that I mm -hmm. did. I'm assuming like these models are uh, you can export as FBX and actually use it, right? Yeah, in fact, you can even export these, I think, as STL and 3D print oh, them. Oh, wow. Damn. That's yeah. all you need. Dude, 
I'm already <laughs> loving it, dude. That's amazing. So it's so intuitive. Now, yeah. Right. Yeah. So the thing that I was just going to point out is like I'm I'm literally just like grabbing these triggers here to move this stuff around. So it feels like I'm reaching out. I'm just grabbing this model, and you can see I can turn this model, and then with the other hand I can place something in the scene and as i go oh wow you know, you i'm go. using both hands to kind of generate the shape that that i want so the control over it is so nice and yeah. natural and it's like if you've ever done any kind of traditional sculpting you know you'll feel right at home mm -hmm. so right now you have primarily a cube block can you change that into another tool or is that your main tool? So if I just hit the setting button here, oh, wow. I have all of these Damn. things to play with. And you know, you can even there's even more, right? So that's this is what comes with medium standard. So it's like I can just come in here and be like, Well, cool, oh, I like that detail. And Are you there? So I'm assuming since you can export FVX, you can import your own stamps primarily that basically. is absolutely correct oh nice oh my god i'm sold dude this is the way like what is zebras doing why are they not on this <laughs> do they even have right? a vr support or they're not even not announcing yet, not yet. they've been strangely quiet on this front uh, yeah because really right? sure yeah. to me this is this is the only way i want to make things now oh yeah you know you can just keep going all day yeah uh have it ever slowed down on you like do you feel like there was a, a maximum amount of triangles because right now it's not dealing with really triangles right is it dealing with um what's that tech that uh it's called voxels right I yeah think. voxel yeah. yeah yeah that's why um, it's running well it's it's really interesting because you can you have control over the resolution. Mm -hmm. So if I bring this uh, menu up here, I select, let's see, I gotta go find, oh, you know what? That's the one thing. I'm looking around because I gotta find my menu because mm -hmm. I left it over here. You can absolutely forget where you left your menus. <laughs> <laughs> Just like That's your work desk. Thing. Yeah. Um, so now that I've got this layer, I can kind of select it and I can go to the actions here and I can increase the resolution. You can see here there's increase and decrease resolution. And I can just kind of keep going with this. But at a certain point, it's going to slow down. Like, see, now mm. it's kind of just dying. <laughs> this is your highest resolution, right? So you wouldn't want to work with this until, well, you were, there was really no reason for you to work this high. Really, unless you're doing like skin pore sculpting, you're not going to need to go this high. Okay. Um, you really is this won't, right? Think. Is there? Do they have a layer system to kind of help combat this issue? If you were to kind of go super high in certain sections, or so you can do layers, but it's interesting because the layers are more like um, splitting out objects. So. Mm -hmm. I can make this, and now if I go and I make a new layer, I, I now see. this object that I just made is a part of the new layer, but it's mm. it's not allowing me to change the detail on it like it would in ZBrush, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. 
So it's more a way of like separating objects than it is right. like upresing and, and keeping track of going up and down between like a subtool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, I'm guessing also there's a some type of um, reference board that you can import while you're working in this. There absolutely is. Although I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you, I haven't messed with that at all yet. But it looks really. <laughs> It's right here. Oh. <laughs> so there you, you figured it out. Wow. You see, dude. and that's what I love about this software. It's like I can be like just in here and figure it out. I don't have to go to YouTube like I do on ZBrush, or you know, it's like that one that one obscure feature that you're really looking for. You have to Google search for like ten minutes, but in here, it's just it's all there for you. Yeah. You know? Dude, that is so. Fantastic. I'll just bring this in. So and can you technically, there. wow, can you technically, is there an HDMI Bluetooth tech? <laughs> like, can you go completely wireless if you really want to? Actually, um, you can. I, I know it will cost you a significant amount of money to do that, but yes, you can definitely set that up. I forget the company name, but um, I can I can always look it up and send it your way later. No Dude, this is looking yeah, I can see why hard surface is so possible. And, and look at this. This was the other thing that I, I just instantly fallen in love with. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's lagging a little bit right now just because the change that I made was so big, it's having to like recalculate all the voxels. Yeah. But uh -huh. I mean, still, like that's a really nice, smooth result. You know? Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Dude, that looks awesome. And it, even have an elastic mode, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, How's its uh, boolean I... tools? Uh, are you able to like just chunk out stuff? Yeah, it's really really nice. Actually, that's probably one of my other favorite features about this. As soon as it, see, I, I made the mistake of doing a really complicated uh, move on something <laughs> that was a little too high density. So yeah. you can see it really does have its limitations, but, yeah. you know... It should allow you to play... Uh, yeah, it should allow you to play games while you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think I lost you. <laughs> yeah. Got you back. Uh, let me... What I'm going to do is I'm just going to hide that so that we don't have to deal with... Uh, that resolution anymore and mm. I'll just make a new layer here. So how mm. how do you go about to uh to creating fabric with this tool? So here let me show you pull show up. me the tricks. Um, Alright. So this this thing gets extra points for being able to do like hard surface and soft surface with really like kind of the same tool set. Um, I forgot where I put my, my favorite one. Here we go. Primitives and this one. All right. So this one is absolutely one of my favorite primitives. It's kind of like a rounded flattened cubish thing, mm -hmm. but you can get some really nice uh, shapes with this one. Nice. 
Give me one second here because I think I need to delete some some layers because it's shouldn't be lagging like that. Mm -hmm. It's usually a little smoother. Just, I, oh, and the undo button is really nice. It's just like you flick like left oh. or right with the the little joystick, and you're good to go. Man. All right, this here is we go. Such a game changer. There we go. So now we're back to nice overall performance here. So, like, if you want to do some nice organic shapes, you can really mm. get in here, start to kind of like switching back and forth pretty often between things. So let's just like start to make a little arm type thing oh, wow. that we would put some cloth on. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start smoothing all this stuff out. There's like a, there's a lot of settings for each uh, tool mm -hmm. you can go through. So I'm just gonna pump the uh, strength on this all the way up and smooth this out. Oh, nice. Oh, wow, man. I, I, ZBrush 9 better do something, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, right? Yeah, man. It's, they're usually still on top of things. But, yeah, the last two updates, it's been kind of kind of low-key. Yeah. Yeah, not not much in the way of like new things, huh? Yeah, I mean they have like this nice filter. They went Instagram a bit, but I didn't really <laughs> did. think that was yeah. insane. But yeah, this is something that I would expect them to jump on, man. Like this is what artists has been waiting for, uh, the sculptors. So you can see you can really just nice get in there and start to. Get these natural looking shapes so easily. Mm -hmm. Dude, I can see how you get pretty uh, lost in this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think one of the most like fun things about it is taking, like if you've been in it for a while and you take the headset off, it takes a minute for your brain to actually realize that none of the stuff that you were working on is real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, like I, I've literally taken off the headset before and like tried to point at the model uh, and say, <laughs> like, say to my wife, like, Hey, look at, look at what I worked on. And I realized like, it's not there. It's only in <laughs> <a> headset. <laughs> One more step towards the matrix. Yeah, I know. I know. It really, it, it's really getting crazy. So how, how, how was your transition? Because obviously you still prefer to use your brush in some cases, right? How was that, man? Like being, feeling somewhat restricted now, not, not having this uh, VR set on and being able to scope like you, you enjoy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such an interesting transition because I, I feel like, a lot of people for a long time are going to use them in conjunction, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I, I almost feel like there's a world where they coexist mm -hmm. for a little bit. Um, you Definitely. know, and, and obviously if ZBrush decides to go uh, 
full 3D and join VR, then like, you know, it's, it's going to be around for a long time. But uh, that's what I'm hoping happens. Yeah. But right now, fun. you know, just being able to do the block in or the concept art in here and then go to ZBrush to refine it is like, mm. you know, that's enough of a dream come true. Like I'm, I'm happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just being able to even like get a shape going and use it as an insert mesh in here and then bring it back to refine it because this is a great concepting tool. Just being able to figure things out in here is way more intuitive than having to keep spinning and right clicking and spin, uh, like zooming in <laughs> to kind of take a definitely. look at things. Yeah. And then like the, the thing that really gets crazy is, um, because because you have your full wrist and you can twist things, yeah dude yeah that's like, a lot of control you know you can make like these really dynamic folds you know and and twist them into itself like i mean it's just unprecedented the level of control that you have with these things yeah yeah and looking at like and all the the muscles that you're working right now too <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like that that was another thing that I was really excited about is I do not want to be chained to my desk. Uh yeah. you know. Like mm -hmm. I want to be able to get up and like I can actually walk around this whole thing and look at it from the other side or I can turn it, you know, like you're just you're so free mm -hmm. that it's it's really refreshing. Mm -hmm. And let me I'm going to switch gears here for a second just so I can show you some of the um, organic stuff that I've been working on. Oh, actually, I just remembered I haven't saved that one yet. I think that spaceship is going to be fun, so I'm just going to do that real quick. And you can see that like the save doesn't really take that long either. Oh, nice. Yeah, Voxo has so it's not like super yeah. heavy or anything like that. They're they're pretty light files. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the advantage of Voxo was made clear like years and years ago. I mean, that's what Minecraft is all about, and it's crazy that we haven't really fully transitioned into that from polygons yet, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, that I can't. Just imagining the stand next to your character must be a fun feeling. Oh man, it's it's crazy because you can see in context like this thing. You know, let's say you were working on something that's supposed to be like eleven feet tall. Mm -hmm. You know, you can size it and you can look up at it, and you can feel if that character feels right. Like mm -hmm. it's it's really cool to be able to have the context of size. Mm -hmm. And just go with it. Does it have any like um, aside from maybe posing, but like animation that you can preview with rigging, any of that sort that kind of helps make your character come alive, or is it too it's too so, early, too early to do that? I think there. So there's there's another whole program that's out. Well, I don't know if it's out or not, but. Uh, you can see a video of it on YouTube where essentially this guy is just placing these joints mm -hmm. in VR in 3D space. And then when he's done, it's rigged. Like he can grab the joints and like move the arms and it's all 
just dynamically figuring it out on the fly. And I was just really impressed by that. Yeah, because I can imagine like animators and riggers will have a field day with this the same way that we're enjoying the sculpting part. Like being able to like pose your character and key (laughs) key movements and stuff. Blend shapes, of course, you know, all that stuff is must be really fun. Oh man, this is a neat tool. Turn on the elastic here because this is this gets really cool what you can do with this thing. So like look look at the physics in this. Yeah. That's the other cool thing. It's like just being able to like grab this and do whatever you want to it and it's not like in ZBrush where you like you try to do something like this and it'll like collapse on itself, but because yeah. this is voxel, it's it's almost like a, a dynamic dynamesh. Like you're mm-hmm mesh is still just fine mm-hmm. wouldn't try 3d printing that but you know yeah. like <laughs> for the most part it's all good does uh this program allow you to paint basic colors did you do all the rendering in here as well or did you take it elsewhere for the rendering i took it to um keyshot and I just, that, that was actually the longest thing of the whole project was just letting that render overnight and then doing like a quick 10, 15 minute uh, post-processing inside of Photoshop. Um, but that being said, you, you do have some like control over this in here as far as like setting the colors and whatever it is that you want to do there. Um, looks like, hold on, let me go to, there we go. There we go. So, um, you know, you can create things with whatever color you want on them. And I believe you can even go ahead and, or is it here? It is. Yeah, here's the full paint. So, this is like literally airbrushing. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's fun by itself right there. And you can see like these these harsh lines are where I've created the different layers so that I can Mm. work with different sections individually. Can it use like alphas to to help with this shape the brush basically when you're texturing? That is, I think literally the question everyone's asking and they haven't put it in yet, but Mm. I have a feeling that it's going to be coming pretty soon because people keep asking about it. Yeah, man, she just needs to get on it. Yeah. The medium is a proof of concept. Like, I don't think they ever imagine it to be, like, a full-fledged product, right? It's more like, hey. Yeah, that's that's pretty damn. It's pretty damn close. But, like, they're hoping that someone would take up the mantle and concept and be like, ZBrush, come on. Look. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Work on it so we can move on to sell units, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's a and, great, like, You know, when I first grabbed this, I, I kind of thought that the hardware wasn't going to be sensitive enough, you know? It's like, mm. you know, I, I'm kind of painting here, and when I, you know, work, you, it has pressure sensitivity. That's the thing that really surprised me. Mm. It's, 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 you know, it's not Wacom level, but it's a lot better than I thought. Like, if I just barely tap the trigger, I'm getting a really soft color. Mm-hmm. And then if I go in here and just really pull the trigger hard, you can you can see 
Like now I'm just barely, barely tapping it. And it's, it's really nice to be able to paint like this. Dude, this is, this is, I think it's hard to come back from that, the potential of this. Who would want to go th- to Wacom? <laughs> I mean, Wacom better be staring at this tech and be like, oh my God, this is going to destroy our whole business. <laughs> Essentially. It, it really is because I, I don't want to go back to, like, you think about even a Cintiq, yeah. you know, it's like, we looked at that for a long time and we're like, oh my gosh, just being able to like paint on the pixels. But now it's like, hey, guess what? You can paint in 3D on the pixels and just... <sighs> Yeah, this is a game changer. Yeah, there's not enough. This is where I feel Facebook is failing right now, right? They keep engineering it to a consumer market. But instead, they need to just pick a niche group and really do well with them. So pick a team, like an artist group, and just really concentrate on maximizing that and sell those units, dude. Because we, we we fill up seats, we have corporations. I mean, every every program that we ask for and tools that we want and request comes from the artists, and the corporations have the money to support that. I mean, Definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised. This is my first time really seeing this in action. You know, like why isn't it more publicized within the whole community? Why isn't uh, Facebook hitting up Substance, ZBrush, and everybody, you know, to really penetrate this very niche artist, artistic group here. Maya, you know, animators. Like, I can I can see the next evolution of just animators going in here and just posing their characters and, like, Marquettes and, and taking to the next level, man, just going there and, like, moving the legs forward or back. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll become an animator at that point. Like, <laughs> I would want to try to do that. You know what I mean? It's so inviting. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Have you uh, tested out the... Uh, I know Unreal has their like kind of VR kind of gimmicky thing. Have you ever tested that out yourself? It's on my list. I haven't done it yet, but it does look pretty darn cool. And honestly, like... Um, we're thinking about like doing a, a renovation soon. And my, my thought was to like, go ahead and just build like the room in, in 3d and then throw it in unreal with the VR headset mm-hmm. and be able to like place cabinets around and like you know, use it for that. And I'm, I'm pretty excited to test that out. So I'll definitely let you know as soon as I know if it's gimmicky or not, but, I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah. I, I appreciate the effort for sure. Like as long as they keep at it, there was definitely during the period of everybody kind of bandwagoning on Facebook buying Oculus, right? There was that period of everybody's <laughs> like, we have a, we have a version of VR too. Let's check this out. It's all right. So how often do you actually uh, switch between using the headset as a tool versus a, like a game set? Do you have a, like a fair percentage or has just been strictly just testing out tools? I would say it's 90% uh, testing out tools in here and just seeing what the workflow is, uh, you know, capable of and mm-hmm. 
the the actual VR experiences are really cool, the ones that I have done, but it's kind of been few and far between. Kind of just the ones that have shipped with the uh, headset initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're they're all really fun, but they're also not something that it's not too deep. Would make you want to go out and buy a headset, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you're, the landscape um, past here in the year four, you're not really seeing any like killer titles out there that you're waiting for. So far, no. Um, but that that could change, you know. I I, I think the biggest thing that I'm excited about is location-based experiences. Those mm-hmm. are phenomenal. Um, like just going to the, uh, I think it's called the void. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to go there for, for like research purposes. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's, let's check this out. But um, the thing that, that floored me was everything in the room matched up to what you saw in VR. So like if there was a wall in virtual reality, you could put your hand out and you would actually touch like a, a fake wall, you mm-hmm. know, in real life, it was just all matched up. So like there was an extra sense of, uh, presence from mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. like they had a maze set up and it was like a horror thing where like monsters would jump out at you and you're wearing like a headset as well as like a backpack. So like they would vibrate the, the chest plate whenever the monster was like attacking you and mm-hmm. just a bunch of really interesting ideas that like you had never seen done before. And it's just such a cool experience to go through because you can literally see the people that you're going through with. There's like four of you at a time and you know, you can talk to all of them through the headset, you know? Um, and it's just such a cool thing. And I, I did it and I found myself thinking like, well, who, who would actually want to go to a movie theater anymore when you can like actually talk to your friends as you're going through this experience and you're not ruining the experience at all. You're actually adding to it by increasing the interaction. Yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah, I think location-based uh, VR is going to really help get this into a mass market. And... Um, I think when it comes to just game entertainment, that's the way we should keep going with. Because I'm starting to see a lot of those uh, around Orange County, right? Or Run Spectrum, there's actually a VR location-based type of thing. Same thing as what you're describing. It's like a maze. But what's cool about it is with VR, you can uh, all these these sceneries would be on wheels where they can kind of change the course. Oh, and that's crazy. Yeah, and relatively just have like this level blueprint that they can just change the scenery, right? From a horror to a Christmas theme or whatever. But how how great is that for a business to maximize the same space? Because I love, I went, I'm not like a hardcore paintballer, right? But I've been doing that for a little while. I went airsofting when I was younger and everything. I like the idea, but um, it gets messy, dude. Maybe some people like that, but I I, I feel like VR location based services can really uh, supplement and even potentially replace that type of um, activity. Definitely, man. Definitely. Because uh, like the, the, I, even I uh, the last oh, dude, it'd be super fun. I mean, they were demoing that with the Quest at the last GDC where they had like 
not just four people. It was like a, a five on five uh, combat game. I mean, it was not anywhere near like high quality uh, graphic fidelity, but the gameplay was there where it was forgivable um, because it was such a fun experience. Man. Yeah, and I, I noticed that people are much more willing to forgive the you know the visuals of it for the bump up in I guess presence. I don't, I don't know what you really call it. Like I don't want to use buzzwords, but it really is like you're there, mm-hmm. even if that world isn't quote unquote like a real world. It still right. feels like you're in some imaginary world. Yeah, it feels more tangible, right? Definitely. Oh, man, that's exciting stuff. Yeah, you convinced me. This became like a whole episode about <laughs> the rift. <laughs> but that's why, again, it, 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 yeah, it kind of paints the failure. Like we're, 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 we're closer than the general mass into being interested in these devices. But we really have to go out of our own way to find out more about it, right? It's not being communicating, uh, communicative to us about what these... Like, I had no idea up till today, like literally what you just told me, that the Riff S got rid of all the wires. I thought it was just the Quest uh, being their highest tier, right? But right, that's insane. Like, I had no idea the Riff S... Uh, went that far so the only difference between the two is just that the the quest is truly wireless right it has no connectivity necessary correct i I think it's got an onboard processor for you know visuals and stuff so it it can't i don't think you can actually use the program that i'm in right now on Mm. the on the quest because i think this takes too much resources to actually run it yeah, it's basically um, a three a PS three point five hardware or something, right? Yes, something. And, like that. and I think there is another program that's kind of similar to this. Like you can get a Gravity Sketch, I think it's called, mm-hmm. um, and that one should work on the Quest. But uh, if you if you want to use like the whole voxel based sculpting thing, then this is where it's at. It's the, it's the Rift S, baby. <laughs> Dude, this looks. Just watching you do this looks a lot of fun, dude. This is exactly what they needed to be doing to kind of sell these sets. Because artists will immediately go out and buy these as soon as they know that this is possible. But nobody knows, dude. Nobody knows. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I I hope it becomes widespread pretty soon just because, you know, I, I really hope that they keep making tools like this and keep improving you know, this over anything else, because this is really like what artists need, even if you don't know you need it. Like I didn't, I didn't know I needed this. And then I got in here and I'm like, yeah, I can't work without that. Like yeah. getting my full life for. What, uh, what I've, uh, haven't seen yet. And weirdly, um, feeling like, these guys are kind of missing a, a great opportunity is that this can be a very fun collaborative, uh, collaborative process. So imagine another VR 
person connecting with you right now and being able to scope and iterate with you or scope off? You know, I actually haven't done it yet, but I've been told that there's a studio share option somewhere in this program where you can do exactly that. Oh man. And as soon as, as soon as like somebody else that I know gets one of these headsets, that's probably the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> Bro, let's connect. Let's do it, man. <laughs> I'll turn it into a Black Mirror episode, though. Have you seen the latest one? <laughs> the Street Fighter not, one? I'll save a laugh, right? Watch the la- latest season of Black Mirror. Watch the first one. It's like the Street Fighter episode. All right, and then all right, okay, and you'll laugh at my reference. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll save it. It's like, oh, that motherfucker. He slipped one in. All right. Well, uh, we're, we're about an hour in, Joel, and uh, I know it's super late, but, dude, you got me convinced, man. I am, I'm seriously probably most likely going to buy this <laughs> just for this alone. It's, because, dude, it's, it's so great. And, like, the, because what you're building right now alone it would usually take so much time just to organize it, within ZBrush. And definitely. Like, and yeah. you still have to retopo it if you were in ZBrush. So to me, this is like you know, you gain so much speed on building it that you actually have the time to retopo this correctly. Yeah. Yeah, retopo is the the most necessary step, but also the laziest for most artists. (laughs) Yeah. Because by that time, you're like, fuck Uh, it. (laughs) (laughs) Get it in the game. Jumping onto, like, your, um, your comment about, like, opportunities for collaboration, like, just imagine, dude, like, in terms of workspace, like, you could give notes, you know, just yeah, just like this, you know, like here, you know, yeah. make that bigger. Yeah, and you can write back. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's just like. But I this is like how we think. Time. This is how we think. Like the at the beginning of my 3D career, right when I was learning 3D, like I had to. It wasn't until I, f- I. F- felt like i i broke that barrier of a flat screen and thinking along the lines as if i am spinning it around in front of me right that's when i finally got got it going but this is like taking the imagination part out of anybody who wants to create 3d and i think that's very exciting have you given this tool to your wife see her kind of running around with it to see if she can it's, it's funny. I actually, I couldn't get her out of Angry Birds. In <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, babe, yeah, come on. I have to no, admit, God. it's really fun. Angry Birds is actually really fun in here. It's, it's kind of addictive. Yeah. I mean, everything in VR, every demo, every game I've tried with VR, even though if it's like a, like a technical, well, most of them are technical demos. I totally get it. Like you're in there and you are just wondering why this isn't bigger than it is, right? And it isn't until you start breaking down the 15 wire cameras and everything where you're like, oh, okay, I see why. Because I, I have it, I have the latest, well, the last Oculus set just sitting in a box because I just don't want to set it up <laughs> and put it away because you can't, <laughs> you can't leave it just hanging around in a room. Like there's so many mistakes that you can trip up definitely yeah I, and i still keep mine in the box uh, that's yeah. how easy it is to set this up it's, 
I just pull it right out of the box and I plug in like two cords and that is it. Mm -hmm. I'm ready Dude. to go. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to buy it, man. I am going to buy it. It's for research. You can write it off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, it's almost a necessity, right? <laughs> well, it is, to me, it's a necessity. Uh, so at this point, well, we're about at the hour mark. Uh, this is where I thank you for your time, but also I want to do you right and uh, give you the opportunity to promote uh, pretty much anything that you want to promote, a website, an art station, a Twitter account, shout-outs to friends. Uh, this is your time to kind of like give attention to. Go for it, man. Cool, man. Yeah, well, that sounds great. Let me uh, let me take off the headset here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, definitely. Thanks again for having me on. It's been such a blast, a lot of fun, just to kind of catch up and show off like this new tech and just get excited about it. Um, you know, you can definitely check out my art station. It's just uh, search Joel R. Durham. Um, and, um, yeah, that's that's about it, really. I mean. Perfect. Well, I'm going to make sure that all the links available will be with the show notes. For everybody that's interested, go go over there and give them a like and follow him, Jill. You've, I've always been watching you, man. Super motivated, super interesting. You're always working. And being a family man myself, I know how limited our time is. And so I'm just super excited to see, like, experimenting still. Like, I look ahead at your efforts to see, like, what should I try next? <laughs> Most of the time, it's like, what should I do? <laughs> but uh, it's the tinkerers, man. It's always the tinkerers that are, like, uh, showing us the way because – yeah, it's something I've been wondering about, but it wasn't literally till tonight when I saw this demo. I was like, oh my God, this has been missing from my life and I didn't even know about it, which is crazy, which is like, oh my, Facebook is really failing at the marketing right now. <laughs> like, why is it, it is, fresh doing it this? But uh, yeah, the price has gone down. I thought it was $700 for a long time, but it's not. What's going on? Let's get this going. So <laughs> did you, pre is everyone pretty much at your studio working like some type of workflow like this or is it all still like personal preference still it's all still personal preference at this point i think really the only people who are in the headset every day are the people that are working on the experience side if you're making assets at work um i haven't found a company that's really bought into this yet unless they're making vr content and that's all they do mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um because most of the time, like you'll have a lot of reusable assets that are already in the Maya system, and they won't really want to like take the time to set up all of the um, importing tools and things that you'll need uh, mm -hmm. to get Oculus stuff back into the pipeline. But yeah. I feel like it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. It's always those lazy TDs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like get on it man but uh yeah i i think it is a matter of time i mean it just takes more artists to do it at home to kind of bring it to the office and say this is how i work this is how this is why you hired me and this is why you should everybody should be on this it's like any any software right every time substance 
Quixel with their mega scans and all these other programs that is innovating the the like Blender. Blender is becoming the thing now. Who, who would have thought? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was making fun of Blender seven years ago. Spitting. I think it wasn't everybody. My goodness, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, spitting at students. Uh, saying like what you gotta spend some dollars son if you want to be standardized but now like epic's giving a million dollars to them and and everybody's kind of like using it and it looks fantastic have you tried blender at all lately i wouldn't be surprised that blender would be the first 3d program that actually incorporates vr man it's open source someone's gonna get on it like within seconds i i think you're probably right i think if it hasn't already it probably will soon so now, now you have me curious i'm gonna have to go look that up now Dude, the latest update 2.8 specifically like completely changed the game in every way. Like their in-game editor, I mean their in uh their rendering real-time editor is I I think one of the best ones out of all the 3D software. That isn't of course a game engine. That that is pretty powerful shit from a free software. That's crazy. Yeah, and uh there's like a whole Netflix movie that was made within Blender that's out no way yeah check it out man it's called like next gen or something but you can watch the trailer and picture quality and everything it's like fuck now now i'm the one who's like behind i was like i guess i gotta learn blender because that trend is happening very strong this is an episode of black mirror yeah (laughs) pretty much right (laughs) now i gotta swallow my pride and eat what everyone is eating so I want to thank you for such a late night, um, but uh, this is very educational. This is what we do the show for. I want to thank you, Joel, and uh, welcome you anytime you want to show us new shit. So if you get a chance to play with that VR in Unreal, man, I want to see that. I haven't really talked to too many people that played around with that, but again, it's because not a lot of people have VR headsets, and so show us the way, bro. <laughs> All right, man. I, All I right. look forward to giving you an update. Okay, <laughs> sweet. And uh, be sure to watch that Black Mirror episode. (laughs) You're going to laugh. Um, But that's pretty much it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, We're live every Thursday at 11 a.m. And uh, at any point, uh, reach out. And uh, if you have questions for Joel, go ahead and forward it to us, and we'll be sure to ask him. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are liking the podcast, go to the Apple iTunes store and give Game Dev Unchained a five-star rating. This will help spread the joy and love and exposure for the podcast, and we thank you very much. If you want to continue the conversation, go to our Discord, which can be found on our website, www.gamedevunchained.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at BlueChamps, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S. You want to catch these episodes live every Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to twitch.tv forward slash blue underscore champs. Email me any of your concerns or questions that you want me to read aloud at the beginning of each episode at info at gamedevunchained.com. And if you want to further support us and help unlock the next feature, which is the voicemail future, go to patreon.com forward slash blue champs this gives listeners a chance to kind of call in leave a message for both me and the guests to answer your deepest darkest questions and comment on your deepest darkest secrets 
Thank you, everybody.